So, Metaphysician 7 here. Reporting in. Metaphysics Randcast. There's a whole bunch of yelling going on upstairs. Oh, man. Anyway, the theme is the idea of perfection and, like, revising things a million times. Re-re-recording things, especially in this context where it's, like... You start recording, you talk, and you're like, nah, that that ain't it. Then you delete it, record again, delete, record, delete, record, delete. And realizing that, okay, in some cases, it's better to get a start on the the rant or a start on, forget rants, the projects. It's It's good to get a start on them in a, you know, good way. that is propping you up for some kind of success but with so much information and, and, and content and material going around the world right now versus say 1900s or 1800s there is little chance that other than like grammar police there's little chance that anybody's going to be like hey this one particular section of this creative project you were doing is not entirely accurate or perfect. You know? And perfection is an ideal. We don't even know what that means. When have we ever seen something that's perfect? We say this a lot when we talk about our love interests or dating or relationships or like people we're trying to hook up with. We're like, yo, this person's perfect. They look perfect. 10 out of 10. Blah, blah, blah. It's all a myth, it's an ideal, and it borderlines on obsession. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna adjust the mic. So since it's all borderline obsession, you gotta take a step back and say, what is it about? I think relationships are great for this too, because you go in, person seems great because they're presenting the best version of themselves to you and vice versa and then you know a year goes by you're kind of like uh, i don't know if this person is this ain't the same person now there could be all kinds of variables something can happen in their life something happened in your life that changes your outlook but when we get into this perfectionism idea of things are perfect and nothing can be ever be wrong it's like same idea as being on cloud nine like oh nothing will ever fuck with my mood and you know that this is often a lie you know that this is often not realistic we know that it causes unnecessary stress it causes unnecessary anxiety and it causes unnecessary reduction of output output of whatever projects let's say and then you get stuck in this rut of revising you know you know constant revision that never necessarily amounts to anything greater than what you you were trying to revise right so i think the key the key for the key for me for example would be like recording and then publishing there's so much shit that i could have deleted out of the rantcast 
and, and it'd be like a once a week or once every two week thing. But I think that there's something to be said for steadily putting something out regardless of errors or regardless of, you know, not nailing it the first time, right? Because in the end, other than you going back to listen to it, which is really the point, you know, if someone com- comes across it, they get to see some kind of growth. You see this a lot on, once again, Instagram, when like people have like five posts and it's like 50,000 followers. So it's like, okay, so you most likely had a feed dating back so many years and then as things progress for you or as you try to pivot into another role or image or try and shift your image you delete all the old posts soundcloud is like that too delete all your old songs it's like you know we're making your songs hard to find you know it's like or youtube your first kind of like short video you delete it you know i'm embarrassed it's like it doesn't in the grand scheme of things once again in a world where there's so much to consume mr johnson down the street doesn't give a fuck that you're you know you're you're 50 that you're seven year old you know dj mixtape wasn't as on point as the one that came out yesterday like you know you know it's, it's just so it's more about being in our heads it's more about telling ourselves that there's an ideal that we need to live up to some of this is like ex- external shit like other people telling you you gotta be perfect you gotta be 100% on point all the time and we're humans Ugh. sorry for yawning man and we're humans so <laughs> humans yawn but yeah we're, we're humans and in the larger scope of what's going on in the world your one error is not going to drastically affect or change anything there are things that maybe in the workplace if you fuck up it's worth firing but worth firing you but you gotta think about it like it ain't the end of the world (laughs) you know it's really not the end of the world not having a perfect I don't know document typed up not having a perfect video a perfect vlog not having a perfect podcast a perfect book misspellings in the book it's like it ain't that big of a deal people aren't sitting around looking to gun you down because of that you know what I mean so anyway that's my little thought my thoughts on perfectionism and just getting it done versus trying to over revise right peace So upon further reflection, aka a few minutes later, <laughs> I was thinking about a lot of this whole concept of perfectionism and not wanting to fail. It's all tied back to the school system. You get grades, and those grades are for people who buy into it. They they, they determine your self worth. And there's, there's reasons for this. Again, the spectrum. If your end goal is to become, I don't know, a lawyer from an Ivy League school, you know, 
your great your your grades and your quote unquote perfectionism is going to be of great importance. You're trying to go to Duke. You're trying to go to there's a number of schools, um, in which your grades really reflect how smart you are and how worthy you are in the eyes of whoever is judging. Whether you get in admissions. But this is, and then, you know, so we, we developed this from kindergarten to well into post-secondary, and then it translates in some form or fashion into the game of life where, you know, people get reprimanded for making mistakes, um, and specifically mistakes that don't mean anything. I'm not talking about, like, you know, you drop your cigarette butt on a bed and then burn down the fucking Chateau Laurier, but <laughs> I know, I know the Chateau Laurier is like five star hotel downtown. Anyway, for those who aren't from Ottawa, so there's a difference between that and there's difference, there's different levels of failure on the spectrum. But of course, all of this is rooted in the school system, and then there's also the concept of imperfectionism slash blatant irresponsibility so there's that but I guess what I'm getting at here is the perfectionism that the school system forces on you get A or you're dumb get anything below D and you're dumb you know it's 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 toxic it leads to a like I'm you know how many kids have been robbed of their what would be their youth because they've been spending time studying forever for some test that they want. they're not going to remember in 5 to 25 years. Literally the next year, they're not going to remember. So, you know, it's kind of like we're forcing an idea of bullshit perfectionism on people who, on kids who they're still developing mentally. You could argue that if they perfect things now, it will make it easier for them down the road. I think it um, that could be true in some cases. In other cases, you get that story like that one girl who killed her parents um, in Toronto. Like her boyfriend prompted her. Like her, her and her boyfriend were like kind of discussing how, you know, culturally she was being she was being she had too much quote unquote stress put on her as far as grades and schooling and so she just she plotted with the boyfriend to kill the parents anyway that was dark but that was the story so you know determining someone's self worth on grades is inevitably a flaw I've never looked at myself as like oh my getting an A is like a badge of honor or getting less than C means that I suck you know it's like there's so many different circumstances as to why people get whatever grades they get outside of just they studied and then they got whatever grade you know family issues will throw somebody off money issues will throw somebody off and these are things that you can't necessarily talk there's profs who will 
There's props and teachers who will be open to listening to stories, listening to your story because they're com- compassionate people and they're nice people and so on. But a lot of people don't care. You know what I mean? Like, because there's thousands of people coming through the system with the same kind of, they're coming with the same background. And it's like to, to isolate you and say that your story is unique enough that we're going to treat you differently than everybody else. It's kind of like, you never want to go into that scenario expecting that you will be the um, exception to the rule of grading. But again, we value grades so much that that becomes perfectionism for people. When in reality, it's the piece of paper at the end that's the matter. Now, it's great to to kill to kill tests and kill exams. Like, I love to get knees, you know, and Bs depending on the subject. And if it was a subject that was like I, I felt like I don't think I'm gonna pass this, the C plus would be great too. But you got to think about it, like. What are the extra things outside of school that will make you feel valuable or worth, worth like have some kind of worth? Usually it ends up being sports, which brings another set of problems. Like what if you get injured? You're no longer, uh, you're no longer playing ball, right? Or I don't know. There's just so many, like there's other things. You guys can think of it. You guys are independent thinkers. There's things that that um, our self-worth outside of school is tied to. And so when that fails, like fatherhood or something, for example, a father who feels like they failed as a father is going to carry that. So that, this, this isn't all necessary, necessarily perfectionism, but it's at the root of a lot of how people act. And it's at the root of how people try and get ahead of other people. It's at the root of trying to muscle your way into something. It's at the root of elbowing people when you're trying to be at the front of the line. It's the... I, I am number one. Show attention to me because I am the, I'm the perfect person. Which is all dumb, which is all not true. Again, lies. So, it's something to keep in mind. I mean... I've been thinking about this because... Like the experiences that are happening with me right now, but then also thinking about others who like had breakdowns when their grades were not as high as they thought they should be, and it's like, are you really gonna remember this paper next year? <laughs> like, okay, so you did, you got one bad grade. You're probably gonna pass the class well anyway, and you're worried about this, like. Your whole life, unless of course certain careers, is not dependent on one particular grade in one particular class. Perfectionism is a, is, is a horrible thing to to slip into. You gotta just do things, and you have to know when it's done. Musicians talk about this a lot too. They work on they slave away at albums for two, three, four, five years. And then release it and it's kind of like it could have been released within a year but they kept revising and self-doubting so 
Let me end this off here. Metaphysician 7. 